Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks. Merry Christmas. I mean, we're just three days out here, Stephanie. So really four. So this is Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Then you wake up, it's Christmas Day. You know, I always get a feeling around Christmas time, Stephanie, where I kind of feel like a little kid again. Yeah. You get that feeling sometimes too? Um, no, not really. Um, Christmas now is, um, I don't know. It's more special, I think, just because I get to hopefully invest in people around me that I love and care about. And um, that's what makes Christmas special for me, quite honestly, is the fact that it's a really special time. I can hopefully make a difference in my kids' lives and um, people around me and get to host Christmas parties and all that fun stuff. That's what makes it special for me, on top of obviously celebrating all that Jesus is. Yeah. Do you guys go caroling? Do you ever do that? We used to a lot with Charles, quite honestly. Now life, um, yeah. I'm just trying to time to sit down and eat a meal. So I'm not eating literally while I'm running around working. So our church um, is doing a little bit of the caroling thing that I, what we used to when Charles was alive. Um, I think, uh, I think that's instead of Wednesday night or something before Christmas, we're going to carol somewhere. I don't that, know. We, yeah. We go, I always go, oh, yeah, I'm the guy I'm in Excelsis Deo. Yeah. <laughs> what are you laughing oh. about, man? Are, are you laughing at my <laughs> joyful noise? Just, I'm just picturing it, and I'm sure it's a glorious, I'm just picturing you, like, all dressed up like a caroler, just messing with me a little bit. I, I dress up like a caroler, man. I'll tell you, we, you know, don't be judgmental, man. Let it go. It's all right. <laughs> Speak words of life, my sister. It's all right, man. <laughs> I'm a good caroler. I'm there for my peeps. I bring a thermos. I bring a thermos of hot chocolate with me, you know, oh, and yeah. cups. Yeah, hot I'm that guy. Hot chocolate makes everything good. Yeah, I'm that guy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I'll even, I even throw a Rudolph in there. It kind of freaks some people out at church. But if a kid asks, I think we got to do it. And I do the right version of Rudolph. You know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose, like a light bulb. You know, I had all those words for the kids. I'm there for them, you know? Yeah. Yeah, praise God. Everybody needs a ministry, and that is one that you do awesome. You know, you make people smile, and that seriously is an awesome thing. Well, thank you. I want to smile. And now that I've lost all the weight, it's hard to play Santa on civilian side, secular side, away from church. (laughs) I'm all, I'm all skinny now and good looking. That's the only problem with it. You know, I, I don't oh. mind the good looking thing, but I like the fat and ugly thing for Santa. So I mm-hmm. miss that. I wish I could go back like one day a year. And, uh, but what are you going to do? You know, 
And, uh, but anyway, anyway, we're, <laughs> we're moving along. We're on the book of Luke and, uh, chapter two. I'm just going to read all of chapter two is what I was telling Stephanie. And we're going to talk about this, but we do have the knucklehead thing. We do that for a few reasons. Number one, so you know what a knucklehead looks like. Number two, so you don't become a knucklehead. And number three, sometimes there's humor, even though we've been missing the mark lately. So with that, today is Stephanie's turn. You might be a knucklehead if. You might be a knucklehead. <clears throat> If you decide that it's that being the Grinch of Christmas is what brings you joy in life. And I don't mean that in a funny way. I mean that where you really truly are a Grinch and a Scrooge. Well, you stink. Yeah. Where people don't like you because you're negative because you got bad juju. You're exuding hatred. That's what you Mm -hmm. mean, right? Yeah. 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 Well, you're nasty. You know, Christmas is to be, I mean, all the year, all the time of year is to be a time of joy and cheer, but. You know, you reminded me, so I'm going to start answering the phone by saying, ho, ho, ho. It's, it's that time oh. of the year again. I, I haven't done that yet this year. Ooh, well. I do say Merry Christmas when people call, but I, I haven't been using a ho, ho, ho. And, uh, yeah. You voice to do a real ho, ho, ho. Some people can't pull that off, but you can no, pull I, off a ho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and, and I don't pick on people who can't say a real ho, ho, ho. I don't judge people's voices. It's not, that's not a direction I go down. <laughs> 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 and anybody who's listened to this podcast for more than 10 minutes knows where I could go here, but I'm choosing not to because I'm celebrating with all of you, the birth of our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ. So with that, things you don't say or do are things you do say and do to people with PTSD. Well, I would say, um, trying to go on a positive direction here. If you have a friend that has PTSD during this holiday season, make sure they are not by themselves Christmas Day. Yeah. Um, make sure you, invi- you know, invite them over for. Yeah. Even if your house is overloaded, yeah. load more in. It's yeah. okay. No one, no one should be at home crying on Christmas Day. Yeah. Um, and there's so and many people in your community here. may have just moved, may have just, yeah. you know, been going through the junk in life. And, and I mean, Wow. You just you just kind of convicted me on some people I need to be looking out for during this Christmas season, and uh, thank you for that. I think we all do. I think yeah. we all know people like that. And it's, but there's some right. people out there in pain. There really is, and we need to look right. out for them. Yeah, and, and uh, that's good. That's one of those words of life. That's one the of Starbucks those gift card. You know, including Doug, it, it would brighten his day. It would make him happy. He would praise yeah. all of you. my love language: Starbucks and steak. <laughs> there, I just did it for you. And, and, you know, you, you were able to bring that up so I don't look pretentious or anything. Exactly. That or, was my goal. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you fulfilled that goal. So anyway, we're in the book of Luke. So we wanted, we did folks, we wanted to move over and, and, uh, I'm just going to read chapter two through verse 40, 39 or 40 here. It's a lot of reading. That's okay. And then we're just going to start talking about Christmas and stuff and spend the next couple of days. We might quote a verse or two. I don't know, but I do want to say among our gifts, this is something that Stephanie and I pray about before every podcast. Among our gifts are you folks, you mm-hmm. folks who are willing to listen to us, you folks who are talking to us, who come up and see us at churches, you folks who pray for us, you folks who, uh, I mean, you just kind of make Christmas pretty awesome. And uh, God is using every one of you, my friends. So we just want to say that to you. Through the joking, through the picking on people, you guys are pretty great. Thank you for that. Thank you for being so awesome. And happy, merry Christmas uh, three days before it. So anyway, with all that in mind, and it came to pass uh, 
in these days that there were out there was went out a decree from Caesar Augustus. I was going to adjust my Bible to the right height to see it well, that all the world should be taxed. So Caesar Augustus, so we know that his grandfather was Caesar. This is the name he took on when he became king and 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 we know that. And so in this taxon was the first made uh, when Serenius was the governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, everyone in his own city. So we got a pretty good idea that old Caesar Augustus was a Democrat here. And Joseph <laughs> also went up from Galilee. Am I supposed to add that to the Christmas story? I don't know. Uh, out of the city of, you know what, I'm going to take this out. Uh, Nazareth. No, I'm not. I always say that. I never do it, you know. And I don't want to lie during the Christmas season, so it's bad. I, I mean to, but I just never cut anything out. Um, Judea, unto the city of David, which he was in the house of the lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, uh, being great with child, that word espoused, so engaged, being set up, they're ready. They're going to get married. It's going to happen. And, and so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that he should be delivered. And she brought forth her, I'm sorry, espoused. Uh, they were married at this point, sorry, uh, that he should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddle and cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And they were in that, in the same country, shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be for all people. When Christ was born, it's for everybody. People we love, hate, indifferent, it doesn't matter. Christ was born for every one of us, and I celebrate that. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is known as Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you, Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddle and cloths, lying in the manger. And suddenly there was, uh, there was with angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go, even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in the manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all that they heard it wondered those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all those things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. And when eight days were accomplished for the circumcising of the child, the name was called Jesus, which was so named of the angel which he was conceived in the womb. And when the days of her purification according to the law of Moses were accomplished, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male that openeth the wound should be called holy to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice according to that which is in the law of the Lord, 
a pair of turtle doves, or two young pigeons. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. I love this story. Mm-hmm. And the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Ghost was upon them. And it revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he should have seen the Lord's Christ. And he came by spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law, they took he him up to his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now lettest thou, they servant, depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, a light to lighten the Gentiles in the glory of thy people in Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken to him. And Simeon blessed them and said unto Mary the mother, Behold, this child is set for fall and rising for the fall and rising again of many in Israel and for the sign which shall be spoken against. Yea, yeah, a sword shall pierce through thy own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. And there was one Anna, a prophetess, and the daughter of Philenial, of the tribe of Azer. She was of a great age and had lived with a husband seven years from her virginity. And she was a widow of about fourscore and four years, which departed not from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers night and day. And she, coming instant, gave thanks likewise unto the Lord, and spoke of him to all them that looked for redemption in Jerusalem. And when they had performed all things according to the Lord the Lord, they returned unto Galilee to their own city. And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. I love chapter 2 of the book of Luke. So much going on, a government being involved in what we know was the story, what we know was coming, what we know was happening. And uh, Caesar Augusta, the ordering, and this baby being born in the manger, and, and, and these folks working out in the fields, and servants and coming to find Christ, and uh, the circumcision, all those different things going on, Mark to uh, Christ was man, indeed he was man. So, Stephanie, as I went through chapter 2, I know probably like us, you've heard this a hundred times, but what comes to your mind? Well, this chapter, you know, we hear it um, every year, and it's special to me. I remember um, when all of my older children were the little ones, and before we would open gifts Christmas morning, Charles would read through uh, this chapter with the family. Um, but as I think of this chapter, I, I have to go back to chapter one of Luke and, um, think about the fact that God became flesh. Yeah. The humility that Jesus, you know, when Philippians talks about, he humbled himself and how much humility it took for the God of heaven to be willing yeah. to literally go go back to being nothing in the terms of um, being willing to become a baby and all that's involved in it from 
conception all the way through um, being grown. You know, he went through literally every stage of life like we do so that he would know us, know who we are on, on a personal basis that we can't even comprehend. And I think of Mary and um, obviously from a woman's perspective, the overwhelming um, responsibility she was given by God, by the God of heaven to be the mother of Jesus Christ, the human mother of Jesus Christ. And that is an incredible um, thing to meditate on and to think of all she went through. Talk about going through pain and suffering. She was given a cross to carry that um, is hard for us to comprehend in the sense of, you know, the shame that she went through there in that Jewish culture, being pregnant before she was married. Um, The reproach that she bore the rest of her life because of the incredible honor she was given from a, from a heavenly perspective. Um, Just, just the multiple facets um, you know, we, we, re- we read about Simeon and, you know, Simeon telling Mary that a sword was going to pierce her heart as she would watch this, her firstborn child be crucified. Yeah. Um, and, and just the incredible depth of, of, of her testimony of, I love her prayer there in chapter one in verse 46 and 47, my soul doth magnify the Lord and my spirit hath rejoiced in God that she knew she was carrying the savior of the world and rejoiced in that knowing that that she was you know how ironic is is it that she was going to carry the child who would eventually die for her sin Mm -hmm. i mean the, the, the incredible as as she must have when that when that reality hit her what that must have yeah it's overwhelming it's if it doesn't bring tears to your eyes, you got to turn your tear ducts back on or something because uh, here's a, you know that song uh, by Mark Lowry? Good song. Yeah. I'm not picking on that song. Mary, Mary did, did you? She yeah. did know. She knew. Yeah. You know, uh, she was chosen among the other women at this time. She's not a God. She's not deity. We see that in John chapter 2 where she says whatever, you know, whatever Jesus tells you to do, just do it. Just, just do that. He's God. I'm not. And, uh, so I think that's, that's a very significant point you make in there. Mary knew. And here's Mary holding this baby, holding her savior. Um, yeah. Wow. And you know, mom knows you're a savior or not. You know, mom knows if you're a good kid or not. I mean, mom knows moms know those things. And, uh, I mean, just going, like you said, going through every phase of life, being that little helpless baby. Uh, obviously, he was God, too, at any time he could have come out of that. But submitting, uh, I mean, the feedings, the, uh, the diaper, you know, all these things, just like what we went through growing up. And, uh, uh, and, and you know, I'm sometimes when I look at this, Stephanie, I go back to Joseph. Yeah, And I think of Joseph, here's a guy, you know, that if you believe history, uh, Joseph was probably 25 years older than Mary, had waited for that right wife, had been set up, uh, marrying this wonderful woman, believed God, trusted in God, uh, 
and, uh, you know, just took care of Jesus and, and his other children. You know, we, we see nothing bad here with Joseph. You know, we, we really don't, uh, to the contrary. I think he's been a very godly man. Yeah, and, and somebody who was in tune for what God had to say to him. Because certainly at that time, uh, I mean, you weren't marrying a pregnant woman or a woman who had been pregnant or, uh, you know, unless she was a widow or something to that effect. And, and what, a, uh, what a great guy he must be. Yeah. You know, I look forward to meeting him in heaven. So, so to me, these people have been, they're just, we're just waiting to meet them. And so I think you just kind of epitomized, you know, as you put together your Christmas songs for today, uh, this is the epitome of what Christmas is about, what Christmas is about, uh, God in the flesh being born. And it is all right to celebrate that. Let's celebrate that. Let's celebrate that together. And let's make sure that we, that people understand why Christmas is so important to us, the Christian. I mean, as a Christian, our name is right in Christmas, Christ. And uh, we're celebrating the birth of Christ. We're not celebrating some Santa Claus thing. We're not celebrating a tree. We do put up Christmas trees. We we do exchange gifts. But remember the reason for that. And uh, the reason for that is because of Christ, because Christ was born. Because of that, because he lives, you know, uh, go into another Gaither song, you know. Yeah. We can face tomorrow. Uh, and, uh, you know, because he lives, all fear is gone. So I, I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say, Stephanie, is if this episode, these three Christmas episodes of our podcast, if, if we're getting anywhere at all with this first one, if we come out of this with anything, it's the pretty cool, pretty wonderful, pretty great, pretty stupendous, pretty everything, knowing that Christ was born and lived for you. And died for you and then sat at the right hand of the Father and intercedes for you. I don't know about you, but Christmas is a pretty big holiday for me. So with that in mind, Stephanie, what song did you pick up? Well, I have gone to It Came Upon a Midnight Clear. Awesome. It came upon the midnight clear That glorious of the from angels bending near the earth to touch their harps of gold. Peace on the earth, goodwill to men from heaven's all-gracious King. The world in solemn stillness lay to hear the angels sing. Hey, Merry Christmas, folks. We love you. Listen to every word Brother Eric has to say. We want to make sure that you accept Jesus Christ as the greatest gift ever. And if you've done that, we want to help you find that right church to be a member of. We want to help you with your next step of Christianity. Make sure you look us up on Helpful Wounded Spirits. We sure do love you, folks. May God bless you. Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner. 
for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.